Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. South Africa, welcome. Mary from Chicago, Alabama. Blind but blessed. This should be good. Yes. I was kind of torn in between the title, but y'all, let me show y'all how intentional God is. This was the first the first title that I came up with, Blind But Blessed. But then y'all see the name of the seed is I Just Know. So I was going to name it When You Just Know. But the original name was Blind But Blessed. And when I was doing my makeup, look at the name of my highlighter, Blinded By The Light. <laughs> so when I was doing my makeup and I read this, Blinded By The Light, I was like, okay, Blind But Blessed is the title. I'm not changing it because that's crazy. Like... That's crazy. Maybe y'all don't think it's crazy, but I think it's crazy because I be thinking that God speak through anything, everything. Like I'm always finding a word. So when I was putting on that highlighter and I saw that it said blinded by the light, I knew that the title had to be blind but blessed. So God be speaking to me in weird ways. I don't know. Maybe y'all get it. Maybe it's not weird to y'all, but it was a word for me. Okay. Exactly. Not a coincidence at all. Blinded by the light. Yes, it's by Too Faced. But y'all know I usually use... I usually use Rihanna um, Trophy Wife, but tonight I used this one and I was recording a YouTube and I was like, y'all, this highlighter is called, and I was like, blinded by the light. Oh, that's the word. So that's the word we're talking about tonight is blinded, blind but blessed. And we're going to be coming from the book of Psalm 119. Yes, that was my confirmation. So I just named the C, I just know, but the title, that was confirmation for the title. So the we're coming from the book of Psalm 119 and verse 30. So it is 9.33. I'm just going to say a quick prayer and then we're going to jump into the word. And I'm going to answer like five questions tonight because the word is like straight to the point. So we'll have some time to do Q&A. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this live. Father God, I pray over this live. I pray over each and every person on this live. Father God, whatever is weighing on them, whatever dilemma they have, whatever is bothering their spirit, Father God, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus and I command peace to be their portion. Father God, I pray that they lay down their burdens while they're in this live, Father God, and pick up your word, pick up your peace, pick up your presence, pick up your reassurance in the knowing of who you are and what you are capable capable of father god and just to remember is that it's not for us to carry our burdens to try to figure out the trials of life but for us to stand in the knowing that our father sits high and looks low and he goes before us and makes our cricket path straight father god we love you and in this moment we honor you father god we praise your name we thank you for this bay bible study we thank you for this live this platform father god this is your platform i decrease me and increase you father god increase your holy spirit increase your revelation increase your word father god and increase your presence not just in my life but in everyone's life that's under the sound of my voice we love you and will forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen all right y'all so let's get into the word so we're coming from the book of psalm 119 and we're going to be focusing on verse 30 and it says the teaching of your word gives light and it says so even the simple can understand so this verse really stood out to me today because it wraps up the, I don't, I don't want to call it a vision because it's pretty tangible, but it wraps up what God showed me. So this happened on, I think it was Sunday night, right? Um, God gave me this word through a demonstration. So Sunday night I was laying down and I had my phone. I'm on my phone now, but this is my work phone. So I had my phone 
and I had the light on. So when y'all be DMing me and asking me to pray for y'all, or if y'all leave a comment and say, pray for me, this is going on, that's going on, on TikTok or, or on here, I'll, if I'm not busy, like I'll stop what I'm doing right then and pray. Cause y'all know, I saw a meme one time on Facebook and it was like, when black people tell you, I'll pray for you, that's them praying for you. They never really remember to go back and do it. So if I'm not busy, like if I get a message or a comment and somebody asks me to pray for them, um, in regards to a particular, a specific situation, I'll stop what I'm doing right there after I read the comment and I'll pray for them. So that's what happened on Sunday. Um, I don't remember who DM me. I get so many DMs. I don't remember what DM it was, but I know somebody DM me and they asked me to pray for them about a situation. So I literally looked at the DM and I literally closed my eyes to start praying because I was already laying down. So I closed my eyes to start praying. Right. But when I closed my eyes, the phone was lit up because I had just finished looking at the DM. And while I was praying, the phone went black. But it was weird because even though my eyes weren't open, I was still able to feel when the light turned off. So when y'all get off this baby Bible study, I want y'all to do it because what God showed me and spoke to me in that moment is that's how faith works. See, there's no explanation as to how I knew when the light went off or why did I feel what I felt when that light went off. But in spite of my eyes being closed, I knew when the light on my phone went off. I could tell when it went off and what God spoke to me is that's how faith is faith is knowing something before you're able to see it in the physical faith is knowing something before you tangibly have it in your hand before you physically have it in your presence you just know it and there's really no words to explain how you know what you know but there's a feeling in your spirit and something clicks in you and tells you that light just went off something clicks in you and tells you this situation is going to turn around something clicks in you and tells you god's going to step in this something clicks in you and tells you that this is not the end of the story that this this is not how this is going to end, that I'm going to step in and I'm going to turn this thing around. Something clicks in you and tells you. And in that moment, when I finished praying, I opened my eyes. I really couldn't explain how I felt when the light clicked off. And I want you guys to do this. Like when y'all get off this Bible study, I want you to take your phone and I want you to click it. You know, you click your phone and look at the time and I want you to close your eyes. And when you close your eyes, you will know when that light goes off. It, it don't have to make a sound. You don't have it, it. Light is not something that you can feel. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't touch a light. It's not something that you can feel. It's not something that you can hear. But in your spirit, you're going to know when that light on your phone goes off. And God says, that's how faith works. That's how it works when I give you a word. That is something in your gut that tells you. And then we have a hard time relying on the word of God because then we try to put that into words to get other people to believe us. We try to figure out the words to say to explain it to other people. But I can't explain to you how I know what I know. I just know what God said to me. I just know know what God is going to do in my life. I just know the promise of God. I just know that he's going to move and I really can't put it into words to make you understand it. It's just something that you got to experience for yourself. You just got to feel his presence for yourself. You just got to feel his light for yourself because I could try all day to give you the words, but there's no amount of words that can really allow you to feel what I felt in that moment. So when I felt the light go off as I was praying, I'm just like, wow, like how the heck did I know? And then I literally clicked it back on I was just like I felt when this light went out how do you know when the light how how there's a there's something in your spirit and God said that's how it works when you have faith this is what faith is it's a knowing in your spirit it's a prompting that I release to you through my Holy Spirit to let you know and y'all ever heard y'all ever been in a situation you be like I knew that was gonna happen 
How did you know? How did you know? And if somebody were to ask you, how would you know? You wouldn't be able to come up with any words. You wouldn't be able to come up with any explanation to explain to them how you knew what you knew, but you just know. You just knew that God was going to come through. You just knew that that wasn't the end. You just knew that person was going to reach out to you. You just knew that the situation was going to turn around. You just knew that the bill was going to get paid. You just knew that you were going to get healed and you didn't know how you knew what you knew, but you knew. And God said, that's faith. A lot of times people call it coincidence or people call it, you know, just annoying. I just had a thought. It wasn't just a thought. It wasn't just a coincidence. That was my spirit prompting you before something happened in the physical because that's what my word does. Psalm Psalm 119 and 130 says the teaching of your word gives light. And I wrote down, I said, God's word is light. It's not something that you can tangibly grab. It's not something that you can hold in your hand, but it does not mean that it's not there. And it does not mean that it does not make a difference. It does not mean that it don't make a a dark room bright. It does not mean that his word won't turn your situation around just because you can't pick it up with your hand. Just because you can't lay your hand on it don't mean that it won't cause a shift in your life. God's word equal light. And I also wrote down his word is where our understanding comes from. Because when that happened to me and I felt when the light went off, there's no understanding that I could have got on my own. I still can't understand with my own knowledge or in my own sense how I knew what I knew, but I knew what I knew. And that's because I knew it from his word. That's because I knew it based on what his Holy Spirit said to me. So I wrote down that his word is where our understanding comes from, not what we see. Faith gives us the ability to feel God's next move before we see it. So there's there's a word and I don't know who who this is for, but there's a word that somebody has got and you're being discouraged by what you currently see. And God is saying, just like that light, I want you to understand that my word does not need somebody to clear the way for it. My word does not need pre-approval. My my word does not need an announcement before it's released. I want you to understand that it's going to be something in your gut that's going to tell you, yeah, this going to happen. It's going to be something in your gut and your spirit that's going to let you know that I'm going to cause a shift I don't have to get permission to release what I'm going to release. I don't have to get permission from somebody else to go forth. I don't have to make an announcement before I cause the shift to happen. I'm going to let you feel it in your gut. You're just going to know. I just know that God is going to turn this around. I just know that my business is going to take off. I just know that my ministry is going to change the world. I just know that my podcast is going to reach millions. And I don't know how I know, but I just know what I know because his word is light. And we don't really know how light goes about shining. We just know that it lights up the room. We don't know how it do what it do, but it does what it does (laughs) and it makes all the difference. So God says that same knowing, I need you to understand that that's what faith is. That's what faith looks like. A lot of times you guys ask me, how do you walk in faith? How do you increase your faith? You continuously stay in God's word because God's word is your light. And when you stay in his word, that light will give you the ability to feel things before they even happen. Before it even gets to the physical, you can feel it in your gut. And it's not something that you've touched. It's not something that somebody told you, but you just know what you know. I just know what I know. I just know what God said. I just know what I feel in my stomach. And I may not be able to explain it to anybody else. And it may not make sense. And y'all may not get it. And I may not post about it on social media. And I may not be able to tell you exactly when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. But I just know what I know because I know that I may be blind in this season. In this season, I may be in a dark season. And that's what I want you guys to really understand that in spite of the fact that my eyes was closed and it was dark and I, at, at that point I could if I was blind that's what I would have been able to see nothing 
But in spite of it being blind for me, I was still blessed because I could feel the light. I could feel God's presence. I could feel what God had done. I could feel a shift that happened even in spite of me being blind, even in spite of my eyes being closed, even in spite of me being in a dark season. I want y'all really to understand what God is showing through this example. Dark seasons, blind seasons, seasons where you don't know what's coming next. You don't know what next step to take. You don't know what it's going to look like for you. Really think about when you're in a blind situation, when you're in a dark situation. God is saying, I want you to understand even when you feel blind, even when you're in a dark season, even when you don't, you don't see what's coming next or you don't understand what's coming next. I want you to understand that you're still blessed because I still give you the ability to feel my presence. You're still able to feel my presence in that dark season in your blindness in your unknowingness in your confusion in your doubt in your fear i still allow you to feel my presence because you could be blind but still blessed you can be blind but still covered you are still covered you are still anointed he is still making a way in spite of what you can or cannot see and I thank him for giving me that example because it's oftentimes in those dark seasons, in those times where we feel like we're blind and we feel like we don't know what's going to happen next that we question, are we really blessed? Am I really being led by God? Am I really being covered? Because I can't see what's happening next. God, if you really love me, you would allow me to see how this is going to play out. That's the thoughts that the enemy would want us to think. If you really, if you really was here, I would be able to see you. If you was really here, I would be able to see how this is going to get better. I would be able to see how this situation situation is going to turn around and God used that example to show that you could be blind and still blessed and I can reassure you that you blessed because I can allow you to feel me even when you don't see me even when you don't see the money even when you don't see the solution even when you don't see the breakthrough even when you don't see the answer or the way out or the new job or how the bill is going to get paid even when you don't see it I can still allow you to feel my presence because you can be blind but blessed you can be confused but blessed you can be discouraged but blessed you can be questioned what's next but still blessed because I still allow you to feel my presence even in your dark seasons Psalm 119 and 130 says the teaching of your word gives light so even the simple can understand even people who may not be able to put into words how God is who God is you still able to understand the word in the light that his word releases you're still able, it says the teaching of your word gives us light. It gives us light. It gives us understanding. It gives us a knowing. It gives us a gut feeling. It gives me a thought in the back of my mind that let me know, stop worrying about that. That lets me know you don't got to stress over that. That lets me know, get rest at night. That lets me know, stop, stop. You don't have to argue about that. You don't got to go back and forth about that because it's something in your gut that's telling you that God is already making a way. It's something in your gut that's telling you that there's some light in this situation. It's something in your gut that's telling you that that a shift is about to happen and you may not see it. You may be blind in this situation. It may be still a dark cloud or it may be still a dark room, but you still feel his presence. You still feel that light. So you blind, but you bless. It says the teaching of your word gives light. And that light is not something that you can grab. It doesn't say it gives you tangible proof. It doesn't say it gives you something you can hold. It doesn't say the teaching of your word gives you facts that'll let the world know that you, you saying and you standing on what's really going to happen. Because oftentimes when we begin to question God and when we begin to question the word of God, it's because we want to prove ourselves to people. It's because we want them to know that God really told us what he told us. This says the teaching of your word gives light, not proof. Not papers or not answers for them to see. It gives light to you. It gives light to your understanding. It gives light to your faith. 
So even the simple can understand. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to understand how God is going to move in your life. You don't have to know every book of the Bible to understand that God has a plan for you. You don't have to be the perfect Christian or the perfect person to understand that God still wants to make a way for you out of nowhere. He's making it clear that my light will reach you in any darkness. My light can reach you in any situation. My light can reach you even when you don't understand or you don't see how it's going to happen. You can still be blind, but blessed because my light can reach you right where you're at. I wrote down that God's word is light. His word is where our understanding comes from. Not what we see, not what we can explain, not what we can put into words, not what we can prove to others. Because who said you got to prove your word to anybody anyways? Who said they have to believe what God told you? He told it to you, not them. Not what we see. Faith gives us the ability to feel God's next move before we see it. So if you're sowing a seed into this word, it's, the seed is, I just know. I just know I'm going to be successful. I just know that God has a plan for me. I just know that God is going to make a way. I just know that this isn't the end of my story. I just know that he's rewriting my story. I just know that my body is going to be healed. I just know that my child is going to be okay. I just know that this relationship is going to be restored. I just know that the business deals are coming in. I just know that more opportunities are meeting me and I don't really have any tangible proof to show you and I can't give you a date and time and I can't tell you how I know what I know because I'm kind of blind in this season, but I still know that I'm blessed. I still know that God is making a way. I still know that he's paving a way. I still know that opportunities are coming and I need to get in position and I need to start preparing and I need to start getting ready. And it may look crazy because I'm getting ready. It may look crazy because I'm preparing for something that's not here yet, but I don't have time to focus on people that need proof because I got the presence, because I got the light, because I got a knowing and I don't have to focus on the tangible. I don't have to focus on what the world says I need because I got the word. And I just know that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Because even when I was blind, he still found a way to show me that I was blessed. That's the word he gave me for y'all. Blind, but blessed. And I just know. I just know. Getting ready ain't pretty. I just know. I just know. And it may not be popular to get ready for something that's not here yet. It may not be popular to start working on something that you don't have yet. It may not be popular to say you just know, but you don't have no facts and you don't have no proof and the people don't see it and they don't see how it's going to happen. And it may not be popular to take the lonely route and still prepare for it. It may not be popular to say God said, and that's what I'm believing. It may not be popular, but it is purposeful because you could be blind but still blessed because when he give you that word in your gut, when he give you that word in your spirit, that's all you need to stand on. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for this fresh revelation. Father God, I thank you for this knowing that you released to us, Father God, to allow us to know that even in dark seasons, Father God, even in unknowing seasons, Father God, that your light will still shine, that darkness cannot consume your light. Your presence will be made even in the seasons that seem stormy, even in the seasons that seem silent, even in the seasons where we don't know what's next and what next step to take and how to explain what we're currently feeling, Father God. You can reach us in those low places. You can reach us in those dark 
places and you can touch us in a way that only you can touch us, Father God. You can touch us in a way that ignites our faith, Father God. You can touch us in a way that lets us know that you're in this situation with us, Father God. Not just in the situation with us, Father God, but pulling us out and making a way, Father God. So we thank you for the knowing. We thank you for faith increase. We thank you for your presence. But most of all, we thank you for your protection in spite of feeling blind, in spite of not knowing, in spite of discouragement, in spite of fear, Father God. You allow faith come in and to stand boldly in our presence. And we cling on to that, Father God. We love you. We pray for, we pray, praise your name, Father God. And I pray for each and every person that listens to this audio, Father God. May they know who they are, even in their dark seasons, Father God. May they know who you are, even in their blind seasons, Father God. Allow them to cling to your light when they can't cling to anything else, Father God. And reassure them that you not only have a plan for them, but your plan will prosper over any storm, any dark season, any doubt, any fear, or anything that tries to come their way, Father God. We love you and will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That's the word that he gave me. Blind, but blessed. Okay, that's the word. Exam. I don't know if that was that. I don't I don't want to call it a vision. A demonstration. That's what it was. A demonstration because I was like, this is wow. I really want y'all to do it. Y'all get out this live, okay? I want y'all to hit the light on your phone and I want you to close your eyes and you're going to know when that light goes off. And and then I want you to try to explain how you do because it's, it's no words for it. And that's the same way it is with faith. It's no words for it, but you just know. You just know. You just know what God said. You just know that God isn't done with you. You just know that God still has a plan for you. You just know that God understands that you're not perfect and you don't always get it right. And you've done some things that you're sorry for. I've done some things that I'm sorry for. But guess what? He knows that. He just knows that we want to be better. He just knows that we're working towards better. He just knows that every day we're trying to get it right. He just knows that every day we submit to him and we're changing over our heart and we're trying to be who he wants us to be. He just knows. So it's for you to just know that he sees you. It's for you to just know that he understands that you made some mistakes, but you get in there right now. And he honors that. He loves that. And he encourages that. And I encourage that as well. It's not about what you did in the past. It's how are you changing your future? It's not too late to get it right. And you have to just know that in spite of your flaws, in spite of the times that you got it wrong, God still got a plan for you. God can still use you. God still has a purpose for your life. God still thinks you're blessed and highly favored. He still sees who he has called you to be. So don't allow your past or don't allow people's opinion or what you've been through or what you've done or how you used to be or how you used to think to stop you from seeing that God still has blessings with your name on it. And it may be hard for you to see that right now because you know what you've done. It may be hard for you to see that right now because you know who you used to be. But I want you to understand that you could be blind and not see it and still blessed. That God will put a knowing inside of you to let you know, keep trying it. Get, get up tomorrow and try again. Get up tomorrow and try to be better. Get up tomorrow and try to right your wrongs. Get up tomorrow and keep pushing. And that knowing inside of you will be all the confirmation and all the answers that you need. Get tunnel vision on the word of God and his light will, will guide you and direct you right into everything that he has for you. All right, y'all. So I'm going to answer like two questions, two or three questions. Um, how do you discern the Holy Spirit and his voice trying to stop you from doing something or whether it's the devil trying to stop you from God's plan? So once you, you will know it's God's plan because God's plan will never contradict his word. So once you know that it's God's plan, you will be able to discern 
God is not going to tell you not to do his plan. So once you know that, okay, this is God's plan. If something is trying to tell you not to do it or stop you from doing it, then you know that's the devil. How do you discern the Holy Spirit and his voice trying to stop you from doing something? If it's something that you think that the Holy Spirit would be stopping you from doing you should read the word. When you get in the word, that lets you know the characteristics of God and who God calls us to be and what type of characteristics God calls us to have. And if what you're about to do does not align with that, then you know, okay, this is probably the Holy Spirit trying to tell me not to do this because this ain't even something that would align with the word of God. So hopefully I can answer your question. Um, how do you let go of someone you love dearly, but their season is over with you? You have to take it one day at a time. It's not just, you know, since that person is a part of your life, it's not just something that you could just wake up and be over, but you have to take it one day at a time because you have to choose, do I love this person or do I love God more? Who is your God? Is it that person or is it God? Because if, if you know that that person's season is over, God is telling you that person's season is over for a reason. And it's, it's 10 times out of 10, it's for your good. The word says that all things work together for our good, even those things that we don't understand or even those things that don't feel right. If God is calling you to let that person go, that's because that person is no longer benefiting you or that person was never benefiting you or that person is not. It's, that person is holding you back from who God is calling you to be. So you have to make a decision. Do I love God or this person more? And it's, it's best to always choose loving God more because God has your best interest in heart. God has God wants the best for you. God wants you to be who he has called you to be. So choosing God's way is always going to lead to your improvement. It's all gonna, always going to lead to your growth. And when you're choosing to hold on to somebody over holding on to what God is telling you to do, you're choosing them over you ultimately because God has your best interest at heart. So you have to begin to love yourself. And also love God more to choose God's way because God's way is going to help build you up opposed to that person who you're most likely just comfortable with. It's probably just comfortable to be with them. But what I've learned um, in previous relationships with people that I was comfortable with is that we're comfortable with people because they cater to our ego. They cater to the people that you're comfortable with that God wants you to let go. They usually cater to those parts of you that God is calling you to change. So God doesn't want you to have pride and ego no more, but that person feed into your ways when you want to get an attitude or when you, when you want your ego stroke, they fill your head up and they tell you that you perfect. And they tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. And God is telling you, actually, you're a little impatient. Actually, you need to change the way you treat people. Actually, you need to change the way you talk to people. But the person that you're comfortable with makes you feel like that you're just perfect. So you have to realize that God causes cause us to let go of people because sometimes people nurture, nurture the part of us that needs to go. That part of you can no longer go with you if you're going to get to the growth or the destiny that God has for you. But this person is going to continue to make you think that it's okay to be like this because they love you like this. But sometimes brokenness attracts brokenness. So they love it because they're used to it because they're broken as well. And in order for God to make both of you grow, it's better to grow apart so that you can heal and they can heal. But if you choose to stay with that person, if you choose to cling to that person, you're choosing to cling to your comfortability and that's never going to lead to growth. So you have to choose to love God more and also love yourself more to do something now that doesn't feel good. But in the end, it will be good. You have to make that decision. And that's the decision that you have to wake up and make every single day because you'll you'll make the decision one day. 
But then say day five, they hit you up or say day five, you think about a song that y'all used to listen to coming to radio or day five, day 10, a movie comes on. It's going to be different triggers that make you want to resort back to who you used to be. But that's in any growing season. Anytime you're growing into a new person, there's going to be some things that pop up that make you want to resort back to the old you. But you have to continuously make the decision every day that that part of me is no longer. I'm growing into somebody else. I've been that person for long enough. I've went through that for long Long enough. I've entertained that for long enough. I dealt with that for long enough and I see where that has gotten me. So if God is telling me to cut that chapter off, I'm ready to see what's next. I'm ready to see what's new. I'm ready to see the me that I never even thought I could be. What do, what does next month me look like? What does next month me like? Because as you continue to grow, as you continue to transform into who God wants you to be, your interests change. And eventually you look back on what was comfortable to you and you kind of disgusted with it because it's just like I was settling for that. Because the me now has such high standards. The me now wants so much more out of life. The me now is clinging to so much more, so much more high, higher quality. But I was settling for such little because I didn't know any better. And I thank God for pulling me out of that. But it's once you get to the place to where you step out of it and you continue to make those steps, that's when clarity comes in. Clarity and emotion can, can rarely ever exist in the same room. It, it Rarely. Because when, you, when your emotions are in control, you're not thinking logical. You're not thinking with clarity. Think about it. Y'all know how many people, y'all ever watched that show Snap? They just snapped and they did something and they might regret it. You probably going to end up in jail for it. They just snapped because your emotions and logic or clarity can barely exist in the same room because your emotions take over and you not even yourself. When you see people on TV slashing tires, breaking windows, their emotions took over because you and your right mind would never get out of character like that. But your emotions took over and your emotions will never lead you to growth. It will never lead you to who God wants you to be. And then you also have to think, do I want to be attached to somebody that pulls out that side? of me because that's not even who I am that's not even who I want to be so you have to it ultimately comes down to you choosing you you choosing growth over what you knew or what was comfortable because maybe it was great in that season but I'm moving on now and I'm growing up to I'm growing into someone new and I need somebody that matches the new me and not just makes me think that the old me is okay because if the old if the old work then you wouldn't be craving new. God wouldn't be saying, let it go. And you wouldn't even be considering to do it if it was working so well. So it might, it, it gotta be some type of hole in it or you wouldn't be thinking about doing it in the first place. Don't ignore what God is showing you and what your spirit is showing you. No, you focus on what is God saying? Even with blind, but blessed. God, I'm blindly following you. I'm blindly doing what you tell me to do. And it's cause sometimes, God tells you to do it and you don't see anything wrong with the friendship or you don't see anything wrong with the relationship. Sometimes you, it's nothing wrong yet. And God is saying, yeah, it may not be nothing wrong now, but I still need you to cut it off. Blind but blessed. God, I'm blindly following your instructions. I'm blindly doing what you're calling me to do because I don't even understand why I have to end this. I don't even understand why I have to leave the job. I don't even understand why I have to cut this person off. But I know that all things work together for my good. So even if I don't understand it now, five years from later, you're going to show me why I couldn't be involved with that. Five years, 10 years from now, you're going to show me why that wasn't the best decision for me to make. So you have to, that's where your faith has to step in over your feelings and say, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like this is what I should do. And I don't feel like this makes sense. 
But my faith comes before my own feelings because, God, I trust you over me because I done made some decisions for me that I thought back. What was I thinking? So who's in control here? You or God? Your feelings or God? That person or God? That's where faith steps in. All right, y'all, I'm going to answer one more question. That one was kind of long. Sorry. How do you know when you are being tested? Oh, it won't let me show the question. Um, you know when you're being tested because it's like a inside battle. It's like an inside war. So there's every day you're waking up and you're reading the word of God, right? And you're trying to walk in who God is calling you to be. But on certain days, it feels harder. Or in certain days, it feels like something is coming up against that progress you try to make. You're trying to, you're trying to enjoy your single season, but now your ex calling all of a sudden you being tested. You're trying to do better with spending and being a good steward of your money. But now all of these discounts and these ads come into your phone. And now you keep going. People keep asking you to go to the mall more. You being tested. You've been praying and asking God to make you more patient. But now every time you encounter somebody, they testing your patience. You being tested. So you have to know what area is God calling me to grow in right now? What am I trying to change about myself? And if there's any conflict, internal conflict or physical conflict that comes about that makes it hard for you to continue to do what God is telling you to do you being tested because I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to be patient y'all testing it I'm being tested I'm trying not to go off but y'all keep trying me I'm being tested I'm trying to enjoy my single season but this guy that guy this guy that guy I'm being tested I'm trying to cut off this relationship but now he's trying to make changes and doing everything right you being tested you have to know what, what did God tell me to do? And when you start making those steps to do what God is telling you to do, and then things start coming against the progress that you made, all of a sudden it's a change. All of a sudden this opportunity, that opportunity, this person want to take you out. That person want to take you out. He want to do better. She want to be a better friend. After God already told you to cut her off, your, your obedience is being tested to see whether you're going to resort back to what you want or still stand for what God said. All right, y'all. So that's the last question that I'm going to answer. Um, I have to send out an email to my mentees. If you are a part of the Christian Bay program, I have enjoyed you. Christian Bay mentoring program. I have enjoyed you this week. This is the first week of the Christian Bay mentoring program. And most of my mentees are starting a ministry. That's so funny. But um, if you're a part of the mentoring program, hey, girl, I have an email getting sent out to you guys in the morning that I'm about to schedule right now. If you didn't get to sign up for the program, I think there's one more spot for the monthly. But if there's not, it'll be back open in August. And also, I re, um, re-put up some spots for the weekly. So if you want like a weekly call, just one call because the monthly spots are already filled. But it'll be more monthly spots in August. And I'm so excited to continue this month. The program has been great so far. Like the way that y'all will see it on my YouTube. I recorded a new YouTube tonight. So make sure y'all click the link in my bio and subscribe to my YouTube. Because I recorded a new YouTube video tonight. That's all about it. So thank you guys for tuning in to Bay Bible Study. I got some more work to finish. I pray that this blessed you. I am going to save this to my IGTV. And I'm going to post it on my YouTube on Friday. Share it with a friend. But most of all, remember that you can be in a blind season. You can be in a season where you don't understand, but you are still blessed. And make sure y'all do that light, okay? When y'all do the light, send me a DM and be like, girl, <laughs> girl, girl, girl. Send me a DM because I was shook, okay? I love y'all. Have a good night.